This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now. Good morning, good afternoon. This is Pastor Dan from East Coast Christian Center and Morning Breath. We've got some things to say to make sure we get out some good information right now. Everybody knows the circumstance with COVID-19, the coronavirus, the, all the travel bans and cancellations, and many people are wondering how it might affect their lives and, and even their church. And we're praying for all the churches out there. We're on your side. We're believing with you. I don't care which church you go out. We are the body of Christ, and it's time for us to stand up and act like it. Here at East Coast Christian Center, as you can imagine, all your campus pastors, all the co-lead pastors, Matt and I, our wives, everybody on the ministry team, everybody on staff, we've been working hard. Things have been changing almost daily, and it's a, it's a wild thing that we're dealing with here. The schools have been closed. I've just heard now they're going to stay closed till April 15th. Um, our Vieira campus is in a school, so it is obviously closed. Uh, President Trump recommended gatherings be kept to 10 and under. The CDC recommends 50 or less. So we felt it wise and uh, to honor our leaders and change the way we do church for a couple of weeks. We're still doing church, but we'll be doing it differently than we've we've done before maybe uh, for the next two weeks. And uh, we're going to adjust as the situation changes. We're not going to be doing physical services at any of our Brevard locations, but we will be doing church. And we've pulled out all the stops. We're going to be doing a special online church event. You won't want to miss it. And uh, when you see what we're doing, I believe you're going to love it because we are the body of Christ. Uh, We believe God turns what the enemy means uh, for evil into good. And so in this worship service, uh, we can't cancel the Holy Spirit. We, we're not going to cancel God. Uh, we're not a church that shrinks back. And you know, we don't cancel church. I, we've done church in hurricanes and power outages and f- freezing temperatures and all that stuff that goes on. Uh, but we're going to go for it. So here's what we need you to do. Those of you that are East Coast and maybe you're listening and you don't have a home church, we need you to set aside time on Saturday night for a normal 5.30 service, which you can watch online uh, at, at eccc.us, or you can go on our app, at an East Coast app, and watch there, or you can listen to on WMIE 91.5, uh, FM, you can listen to the Saturday night service, 5.30. Or you can go Sunday morning and listen. Now, remember, as we're doing this, we understand you're going to be doing this with your family. So we are crafting the service to fit, fit uh, some some attention spans, fit your family. And uh, we're going to have a service at 8 a.m., 9 a.m., 10 a.m., 11 a.m., and 12 noon on Sunday. We're going to be broadcasting the service. And if we if we're doing that, and we are, why not invite everybody? We invite the whole stinking world to this service. Uh, everybody can't fit in our building, but a lot of people can join us online. So share this information with your friends. Put it up on your feed on Facebook that, hey, join me at church at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, and put the link down and send that out. And then when this is done uh, and we have a service, then put that on your feed and send it out on social media. I believe that we can reach 10, 20,000 people could join us at East Coast Christian Center virtually this weekend. 
this is a tough time. People are afraid. They need hope. They need, they need something solid. And there are, there are people, neighbors and friends out there that need the hope that we have. They need to see the peace of God that passes all understanding. They need to know that in a changing world, we serve a God who changes not. I am God. I, I change not. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so how long we've got to do this, we don't know. Stay in the loop. We might have to change something. We'll put that up on our Facebook page. Uh, If you want to give, you can do it online. Last year, we gave 39% of every dollar to outreach missions and reaching souls. And we believe that the laws of giving and receiving, sowing and reaping work in spite of COVID-19. And so we, a lot of our people give online already, but other churches don't have maybe as much giving online. Don't forget your home church to minister there. And so you can do that online. Uh, hit, hit the giving link on our website, and we understand that. Also, we're in a building program. And we just want you to know we're releasing everybody uh, to make godly financial decisions concerning the VR campus build right now. It's, we don't want anybody to feel any pressure. If, I mean, if you know you're giving and going to do that, you can, but make sure that's the Lord and you're doing what he wants. We don't want you pressured here. The truth is about you and about me. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. Psalms 91, 10 and 11. Now, just in closing this thought out, we are also going to be trying to launch a love the one game plan for everybody to love your neighbor. And so Stay tuned and look at our, our webpage and our, our Facebook page, and we'll keep you up to date on that. Man, we love you guys. We, we appreciate you. We're praying for you. Now, we're going to get into the Word and join our Morning Breath team. All right. Good morning, guys. This is Mark Cook in the studio with Pastor Dan. It morning. It is great to be doing Morning Breath together with you guys. Uh, Pastor Dan. So glad to be in the studio with you, and uh, we want you guys to join us. We're about to jump into the Word. We're in Nehemiah chapter 12 today, and uh, it is March 25th, and so you need to know how you can uh, be on the same page, literally, with us in the Word of God, and you can do that uh, by getting a morning breath guide, which you can do a few different ways. It is a drive-time devotion, sure to jumpstart your day, and so we want you uh, on the same uh, chapter, reading through the Bible with us, and and just hearing what God's put on our hearts, and and letting God speak to you. You can do that by going to the East Coast app, download the East Coast app. If you haven't already got that, go to the podcast page, and there is a button there uh, to get the Morning Breath Guide. You can see all the chapters where we've been, where we're going, and you can listen to lots of past recordings of the show. You can do that on our website, eccc.us, under the Media tab as well. And you can jump over to our YouTube page and keep up with the sermons and the the online services that we're doing. So hope you're taking advantage of the opportunity to join us uh, digitally, and we're going to jump into uh, Nehemiah chapter 12. I'm in the New King James, Pastor Dan, and I bet you are too. too. Wow, surprise, surprise, surprise. (laughs) Pile would say. Yeah. Well, uh, there's uh, 47 verses. Do I have that right? I do. Yeah. We could break it maybe at 23, 24 in that area. I want to break it wherever you get the most names to read. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> so break it at 20. I'll read through 24. I, I'm teasing. It's tough, though. There's a lot of names. They're on both half. I think it's even. They are. So you want to read through 24? Yeah, I'll read through 24. And I'll pick it up at verse 25. Yes, so then sir. I'll get you started in a morning breath fashion. I say unto you, sir. Oh, no, I say unto you, read, sir. There we go. Uh, this is Nehemiah chapter 12. 
Now these are the priests and the Levites who came up with Zerubbabel, the son of Sheatil, and Jeshua, Sarah, Jeremiah, Ezra, Amariah, Maluch, Hattush, Shechaniah, Rehom, Merimoth, Edo, Ginnathoi, Abijah, Mijamin, which I think we all should be jamming, but Mijamin, <laughs> Maadiah, Milgah, Shiamiah, Joabrib, Jedediah, Salu, Amok, Hilkiah, and Jedediah again. These were the heads of the priests and their brethren in the days of Jeshua. Moreover, the Levites were Jeshua, Jeshua, Benu, Kadmiel, Sherebiah, Judah, and Mataniah, who led the thanksgiving psalms, and he and his brethren also Bakbukakiah and Uni, their brethren, stood across from them in their duties. Jeshua begot Joachim. Joachim begot Eliashab. Eliashab begot Jehoiada. Jehoiada begot Jonathan. And Jonathan begot Jadua. Boy, that's a hard one. I'm sorry, folks, for all these names. (laughs) Now, in the days of Joachim, the priests, the heads of the fathers of the houses were Sarah, Meriah of Jeremiah and Hananiah and Ezra and Meshulam of Amariah and Jehoahan of Melachah, Jonathan of Shebaniah, Joseph of Haram, Adna of Marioth, Helikiah of Edo, Zechariah of Ginnathan and Meshulam of Abijah, Zikri, the son of Minjamin, of Moadiah, <clears throat> Piltai, of Bilga, Shemua, of Shemaiah, and Jehonathan, of Joarib, Matana, <clears throat> excuse me, of Jediah, Uzi, of Salai, Kali of Amak, Eber of Hilkiah, Hashabiah, and of Jedaiah and Nathanael. During the reign of Darius the Persian, a record was also kept of the Levites and priests who had been heads of their father's houses in the days of Eliashib, Jehoiada, Johanan, and Jedua, the sons of Levi, the heads of the father's houses until the days of Johanan, the son of Elishib, were written in the book of the Chronicles. And the heads of the Levites were Hashabiah, Sherebiah, and Jeshua, the son of Kadmiel, and their brothers across from them to praise and to give thanks, group alternating with group, according to the command of David, the man of God. Verse 25, my turn, Pastor Dan. Hallelujah! Mataniah, <clears throat> Bakbukiah, Obadiah, Meshulam, Talman, and Akub were gatekeepers keeping the watch at the storerooms of the gates. These lived in the days of Joiakim, the son of Jeshua, the son of Josadak, and in the days of Nehemiah the governor, and Ezra the priest, the scribe. Now at the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem, they sought out the Levites in all their places to bring them to Jerusalem to celebrate the dedication with gladness, 
both with thanksgivings and singing, with cymbals and stringed instruments and harps. And the sons of the singers gathered together from the countryside around Jerusalem, from the villages of the Netophathites, from the house of Gilgal, and from the fields of Geba and Asmaveth. For the singers had built themselves villages all around Jerusalem. Then the priests and Levites purified themselves and purified the people, the gates, and the wall. So I brought the leaders of Judah up on the wall and appointed two large thanksgiving choirs. One went to the right hand on the wall toward the refuse gate. After them went Hoshiah and half of the leaders of Judah, and Azariah, Ezra, Meshulam, and Judah, Benjamin, Shemaiah, Jeremiah, and some of the priests' sons with trumpets. Zechariah, the son of Jonathan, the son of Shemaiah, the son of Mataniah, the son of Micaiah, no, I'm sorry, Micaiah, the son of Zechur, the son of Asaph, and his brethren, Shemaiah, Azarel, Milalai, Gilalai, Maai, Nathanel, Judah, and Hanani, with the musical instruments of David, the man of God. And Ezra the scribe went before them. By the fountain gate in front of them, they went up the stairs of the city of David, on the stairway of the wall beyond the house of David, as far as the water gate eastward. The other Thanksgiving choir went the opposite way, and I was behind them with half of the people on the wall, going past the tower of the ovens as far as the broad wall, and above the gate of Ephraim, above the old gate, above the fish gate, the tower of Hananel, the tower of the hundred, as far as the sheep gate, and they stopped by the gate of the prison. So the two Thanksgiving choirs stood in the house of God. Likewise, I and half of the rulers with me, and the priests, Eliakim, Ma Maasiah, Minjamin, Micaiah, Elioniah, Zechariah, and Hananiah with trumpets. Also, Maasiah, Shemaiah, Eleazar, Uzi, Jehoanan, Milkaijah, Elam, and Ezer. The singers sang loudly with Jezriah the director. Also, that day they offered great sacrifices and rejoiced, for God had made them rejoice with great joy. The women and the children also rejoiced, so that the joy of Jerusalem was heard afar off. And at the same time, some were appointed over the rooms of the storehouses for the offerings, the first fruits and the tithes, to gather them from the fields of the cities, the portions specified by the law of the priests and the Levites. For Judah rejoiced over the priests and Levites who ministered. Both the singers and the gatekeepers kept the charge of their God and the charge of the purification according to the command of David and Solomon his son. For in the days of David and Asaph of old, there were chiefs of the singers and songs of praise and thanksgiving to God. In the days of Zerubbabel in the, and in the days of Nehemiah, all Israel gave the portion for the singers and the gatekeepers, a portion for each day. They also consecrated holy things for the Levites, and the Levites consecrated them for the children of Aaron. Amen. Amen. Yeah, you ended up with way more names than I had. I'm sorry yeah, about I actually that. do think, but <laughs> I, I always take the first part, so that's what I get. You know, it just happens that way sometimes. I We do apologize, or I do. Mark did a better job than I did. but My names were easier. Yeah, but it was still brutal. And uh, just appreciate you hanging in there through that, uh, all those different names. But in the middle of all these names, I don't know, I saw several really imp- incredible trends. And Nehemiah really has something going that, you know, I wrote a book not too long ago that I really see him doing what I wrote in the book is his administration and order and the way he puts things together is really incredible. I mean, he he's just not, you know, haphazardly doing this stuff. He is, he is uh, doing some great things here and, uh, you know, leader-wise and worship team-wise and different ways so that it all flows together to this sort of 
meeting of these two big Thanksgiving choirs coming in in one gate and then each of them going around the outsides of the wall and meeting at the temple and there they're just giving this big praise service and it's really an incredible picture and, and in all of this there's there's restoration going on. He's restoring the, the priests and the singers and the musicians to their rightful place of uh, and their rightful practice. And, and in some ways, and I think it's kind of important in the, in the hour we're living in too, Mark, is he's bringing back some of the old ways and not just old ways like in style. And that's where I think we get mixed up sometimes. It's, you know, uh, let's go back to the old ways and, and just sing hymns. And hymns are great. Singing them's awesome. But I don't think that's what he was doing in the sense of going back to something that was a style or, you know, a taste sort of reference thing. He was going back to principles that had been rock solid from the very beginning. And, you know, which is praise and worship and and gathering and and reading the scripture and and all the things that needed to come back and and Ezra's name's mentioned in here and he's that other guy that that's kind of working on the spiritual side of it while Nehemiah was working on the practical side of it but here we see Nehemiah then sort of the conductor directing both these sides together uh into back into what was right. And they, they referenced David several times. Yes. And he had it together when it came to these areas in, in worshiping God. And what's amazing to me is he had it together, but he never really got to do it in the temple. He, he just got to save for it. He got to, you know, get the plans for it. He did get to build it. But they're still bringing this, this legacy of David, what God had put in his heart, on how to worship God and how to how to do all this. And so they're returning to some very important things here, and I think it's powerful. Well, I think there's an incredible lesson in that. I was thinking the same thing as I read this. It, it, the thing that went through my mind is they looked back, and because if we go back further in this book, we remember that when they started reading the law, the people wept because they hadn't done it yeah. in generations yes. since Joshua. Yes. Since it's Joshua, this, this, had been, this had been neglected. And so then they went back to David and Solomon, and they said, wait a minute. David and Solomon did a lot of things really well. Let What's that model? Yeah. How can we look yeah. at that and do that? And there's Good. so much value in being able to do that. First, that tells me two things. That tells me that there's incredible value in, in any generation. You be the one who leaves an example that somebody in a future generation can look back and say, we need to go back to the it's way good, they were Mark. doing it. I think there's an incredible value in being that person. And it's also there's value right now in being able to look back and go, you know what? There are, thing, there are new ways to do things, but the principles, like you said, Pastor Dan, are the same principles. Now, like you said, when the show started, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Um, and worshiping him in spirit and in truth can maybe sound different. It can have a different tune. Yeah, yeah, style. Can, but, but it's still the same idea Come that on. we're elevating the name of Jesus. And if we'll elevate Jesus, no matter what the generation is or no matter what Come the on. circumstance is, that's always going to produce an incredible result. And I also love what you said about administration, uh, because Nehemiah had a gift of administration. He did, man. And I think a lot of people might think, well, when it comes to ministry, you got to be the guy standing up on stage. <laughs> Some people have the gift to do that. And a lot of people have the gift to do a lot of other things. Sometimes the guy standing up on stage does not have a gift of administration. That's for sure. He's got a gift of exhortation. He's got the gift to preach and to teach. But people who make things run effectively and who can produce incredible things— 
are doing ministry at a high level. And I don't ever want people to think that because they maybe aren't wired for the stage that they can't be the person who takes charge and does incredible things in the kingdom of God. Nehemiah's gift of administration put him in that position. Absolutely. And if you read Rome, or excuse me, uh, 1 Corinthians 12, when it says God has appointed these in the church, first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, administrations, Amen. variety of tongues. And I mean, it's actually part of the New Testament Holy Spirit giftings that, you know, the 12 that are listed there that, that, are, that are given in that, in that situation. So absolutely. The other thing on generations is it just stood out to me in verse 28, and the sons of the singers gathered together mm. from the countryside. And so now we not only have this generation that we read there, almost impossible to uh, say names, yeah. but now we have their sons in it. And, and I'm telling you, when you start doing something one, two, three, four generations, you start running down the generations, you're starting to establish something that does have real legacy and power and that can move forward. And we have said this at East Coast for a long time, building a life-giving church at last. And it's been a goal of, of in, in the heart of God for us to reach multiple generations. And we're sitting here right now in this room, and we kind of, how old are you, Mark? I'm 46 this year. 46. You are the age my son could be. Now, he's not quite as old as you. What is he, 40, 41, right in that area? And then Nick is 20. Um, how old is your oldest? 16. 16. So right now in this room, we have three generations. Uh, it might be a little bit of an edge. I'm 66. Mark's, you know, 46. Nick's 20. We could adjust that a little bit, but we could all easily be represent. Of, of three generations, and we could almost fit another one in here. If somebody else, maybe we could probably fit two more. If we had somebody like, you know, 35 and somebody, you know, 15, you'd start seeing that bleed over in those generations. And we have three generations in this room getting this done right now. And there's something powerful scripturally that I don't think a lot of people recognize. When you look at Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, you know, that's something that's, you know, every Jewish person knows about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and their f grandfather, father, son. Let's just say from that point of view, what most people don't know about them was there was a season when they were all alive together on the earth. And that was one of the greatest, strongest seasons of this generation of faith that God was bringing in. And I believe that's what God's got for us, that if we can find the, the grace of God to walk in this thing where, where, and I can start it in any place, but let's say where Abraham is uh, kind of releasing Isaac or financing Isaac, and Isaac is releasing Jacob, and Jacob is respecting Abraham. And if we can get that sort of flow rolling through the generations, all of us pointing to what we talked about, the important parts, Mark, you talked about it, worshiping God, loving God, getting back into, you know, I wrote that down, I think, uh, uh, I'm coming back to the heart of worship, the mm. Matt Redman song. I yeah. wrote that down because it just kind of felt that way. If we could get that together and continue that through the generations, and I can see your daughter, 
leading worship or whatever she's doing 15 years from now, I'm super excited to be a part of something like that. Absolutely. And I, I think the thing is you, you keyed on to having the grace of God to do it. I've seen gener- generations have fallen off yes, because they weren't raised in grace. They were raised under the law. But if we'll raise Ooh. our generations in grace, Good, if we'll raise them in grace, wow. man, we can have that building a life-giving church at last. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too small or too big. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Or visit us online at ineedafencenow.com. Take this year with God at East Coast Christian University to truly understand why and how to continue your destiny and walk with Christ. Earn your associate's, bachelor's, and master's degree. Our instructors are experienced, helpful, and show a genuine love for studying the Word of God. East Coast Christian University is located at 670 North Courtney Parkway, Merritt Island. For more information, our number is 452-1060, extension 131. And our website is eccuequipped.com. Langston Commercial Real Estate, owned by Scott Langston, a senior commercial broker, has been selling real estate and giving free consultations for over 18 years. Scott Langston will show you the best way to buy, invest, or lease commercial property. 321-403-1111. That's 321-403-1111. Hey everyone, this is Chris Johnson and I wanted to share some exciting news with our Morning Breath family. My friend Mike Green and I had the honor of writing and producing our first EP called Moments Matter. Mike, a local business owner and Morning Breath supporter, along with myself, have been a part of East Coast Christian Center and Morning Breath together for almost two decades. And so we wanted to let you in on a preview of the music and to let you know that Moments Matter, our first single from the EP, is out now. You can buy, stream, or share it now on Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere music is sold, or check out willingheartmusic.com. We pray these songs will inspire you to make the most of every moment God gives you. East Coast Vieira meets every week at Vieira High School at 9.15 and 10.45 with a high-energy and dynamic children's ministry for all ages. East Coast Vieira Youth meets every Sunday night at 6 p.m. For more information or to learn more, our website is vieira.eccc.us. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Breath. All right, welcome back. We were just talking about the idea of raising your family in grace and and how getting that next generation trained up in grace is so key. Walking in grace is the defining uh, point of the new covenant and what Jesus has has died to bring us. And so raising our kids in grace. And in this season— Yeah, what about right now? In this season, how do we do do that, Mark? So we've got got an era of tension that we're living in. Society's a little bit on edge. Can we be graceful? Can you go to the store— 
uh, looking for an opportunity to show grace to someone? Can you walk in with your with your shoulders back and relax, knowing that God's already gone in before you, and and show grace to people? And can we demonstrate in this time grace in front of our kids? You know, we've got our kids are um, are are seeing society happen. They're, our kids are hearing the news and they're watching how we're reacting. Are yes, we are absolutely. we leading with grace? In this in this time, let me use another word too. Peace. Yeah, it's the grace of God in your life that will allow you to have the peace of God. Now Jesus said, "Let the peace of God rule and reign in your hearts." Yeah. That's something that you have to actively do. And so Mark and I both said we did this uh, yesterday or the day before, whenever it was. We went to the store. We had to think about it. I'm going to walk in there. I'm going to have my head up. I'm going to smile at everybody in there. I'm going to give peace. I'm going to give grace. And they're not going to see somebody frantic and acting like a Amen. ding dong in there. And But I had to think it through. Yeah. Well, I'm, I've been busy. You've been busy. We're praying for you. You're going to make it yes. in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.